fantasy baseball picks and bets here at Mayo Media Net Cork Stats and your host, John Legaza, the big man. Thank you for having me back for this wonderful MLB 2023 season. Please rate, review, and subscribe to Mayo Media Net Audio only listeners i got something for you in this show but gonna have to ask you to get over to the red button that my kids like to call it grab a screenshot maybe head on over to the bird app you can get me at john legaza or hit up the mayo media network handle and we'll get you these images that i'm about to bring you if you're unfamiliar welcome aboard we're going to do the thing that we do me and you the cork stats crew coming to you hot and heavy twice a week going to try and make this right to the point short and sweet really actionable if you're unfamiliar, again, welcome aboard. These are exercises that we were doing last year. Amidst all like the betting and the DFS and all this other stuff, we were doing a fantasy section that kind of resonated, and we're just going to highlight that here. So hopefully, with just the two episodes a week, one early, one late, think Tuesday and Friday, more or less, we'll run these two exercises again. Today, we'll be mining the advanced statistical leaderboards, both hitters and and pitchers, I'm doing the work that you don't have to. Right? I also have access to some time-sorted, advanced stuff that not everyone does. You know, me being a total geek. We'll use that to highlight players maybe, you know, uh, coming on to come up. Because that's what it's all about. Fantasy baseball, really long season. Very much a war of attrition. Very much more about adding players than the ones that you draft, I think. I mean, drafting is great. Having a good draft is important. But, you know. How many injuries we've had already the season's far from over right if you drafted O'Neill Cruz does it make you a bad fantasy player I think how you respond to it does so one of the best ways to do it is maybe look beyond the box score beyond the sheet you know so that's what we'll be doing here without any further ado because we really have a lot of work to I have again hitters and pitchers let's just dive in and you'll see exactly what I mean then we're going to circle back later on in the week another little schnazzy graphic I put together a 10 12 and 15 team add at every position maybe not so much pitchers because pitching is so tough to find they're all kind of the same but i am bringing you everything every position i do play a lot of different formats high stakes 12 team head-to-head also high stakes 15 team nfb style roto you know five by five og so let's dive on into it you got the hitter expected stat leaderboard minimum 20 plate appearances so these are hitters inside the top 30 and 40, respectively, of OPS and XWOBA. Uh, you know, hitting, we talk about this every time. I'll just do it quick. It's very hard to look for two stats to describe hitters for fantasy purposes because we really only care about power. So I could bring you, like, the contact leaderboard. It's all really boring backup second baseman, right? And then a lot of the power stats kind of tell the same thing, right? Barrels and blasts and XWOBA really going to tell you a lot of the same stuff. So I was just thinking we'll do OPS, which is an actual production with some on-base baked in. And then XWOBA, some expected stuff that might pick up, you know, players that maybe have gotten shortchanged a bit. Inside the top 30 of OPS, I will just run through it. We'll back up. I have some stats. You know how we do it here. Mail meeting at Cork Stats. All the nuance and context you could possibly stomach. Really, so it's pouring out of your big old nose like mine. So at the top, you might even write, that's a point. These are names you might not expect. Geraldo Perdomo, Brandon Marsh, James Outman for the Dodgers. He's on the upswing. Might be added in 12 teams. I think he's 10-team Bible. For the Rays, Luke Raley, right who? And that's kind of the point. Brian Anderson is back for the Brewers. Garrett Cooper is back for Miami. Josh Lowe for the Rays. Jason Hay Haybird, the Say Hey Kid. 
for the trolley Dodgers. Garrett Mitchell, another rookie for the Brewers, and Wilmer Flores kind of playing all positions in the infield. Every one of these players has a plus 1,000 OPS. Perdomo is batting 438 with a homer to steal, seven runs and eight ribbies. Getting his walks, ISO, the whole nine. He was a highly touted prospect, and he, now he's getting some run for Arizona, who, I mean, is not very good, which is always a good place to look for plate appearances right after the draft. Most of the good players are good teams. Are so Perdomo's actually been sitting against lefties, something to look out for. But if you're going to play against righties every day, that'll get you the lion's share. Marsh out when they're playing every day. Take a look at Rayleigh. Sometimes even I have to kind of back up the truck sometimes. Remember, this is just highlighting statistics, and then we're going to kind of apply it, right? This being the first brick. Again, Luke Rayleigh, lion's share, playing against playing every day against righties, has sat every game against lefties. But he's hitting either fourth or fifth in the middle of a very good offense right now. So, you know, these guys are violent. Anderson, Lowe, Cooper, you know, a lot of running themes here. Nolan Gorman is playing every day. It seems like the Cardinals seem like they have extra slots in the lineup than everyone else. You know, right, Tyler O'Neill, they start sat sitting him. We'll see if they go back to that. I should say they sat him a game. Sorry, not to overreact. Gorman's played every day against righties as well, lion share. So, you know, a lot of times lion share guys can be even weak, viable. Don't don't throw out the baby with the bathwater if you're getting lots of quality plate appearances and they might pinch hit. Mitchell's been good as well for the Brewers. I were on him early. 300 batting average, 364 RVP. Three homers, no steals, six and six runs and ribbies. Striking out a touch. But, you know, if the walk in the slug is there, he's going to get run because I believe his defense is really good. And then some old, right, some old men, like I mentioned, Flores. Let's get into the other side. A lot of times we noticed, again, in this exercise last year, if a player popped up on both lists, then we probably want to add them. Again, hitting is a little more different. It's a little different than pitching. Again, when we get to pitching, we'll do swing and miss plus contact suppression. And you can see how those two things really work together, right? We want swing and miss. Some pitchers are really good strikeout guys. Some pitchers are better at inducing weak contact. We want them both. Hitters, I mean, I don't know if a hitter have a great OPS and a really high X but again, they could be the same. But I think we have a couple names circled that are definitely interesting, right? Not, not many... Uh, 12 team leagues probably looking at Anderson just yet. Last thing to that hitter ad that I mentioned, end of the week. We're grading it, right? The success of that list, again, 10, 12, and 15, is when you see a player go from the bottom, the 15 team list, and work his way up to the 10, which means, right? He went from obscurity producing for us in big leagues to where he made his way to universal viability, let's call it. So, X Wobble, what do you notice? All the giant, all the Dodgers, of course. Hayward, Outman, and Vargas. So Vargas, Vargas on just one, but Outman and Hayward on them both. I hadn't really thought about Hayward. Let's check the videotape. I think his playing time just kind of started. And, yeah, it's been the case. So he's played five of the last seven. One of his sits was against a righty, one against a lefty. He didn't play the first four games of the season. But now he's getting some run and he's hitting. Expect the Dodgers to keep rolling him out there. For the time being, again, Jason Hayward is like a first-round pick. At one point, was a really, really high, highly talented player. So sometimes, you know, these things happen much later than we thought. But the talent was there, and what organization would be the one to get it? Probably be the Dodgers, right? So keep an eye on Hayward. Just bananas production. You know, 
thousand OPS, five thirteen expected woba, really doing the thing. Back into the list, Brian Anderson again on both lists. JD Davis popping up. Let's check it. Let's look at Davis's playing time real quick. For the Giants, I've been like, you know, forcing JD Davis into that lineup in my mind. Maybe they're just finally starting to get it. JD Davis has played five of the last six, but maybe more encouraging. DH twice. Two in a row, I should say. I'm sorry. Against lefties, which you'd expect, but he's actually playing against righties. Oh boy. Could it be time for JD Davis to play? You think you think to be into it. So th- right, I mentioned five of seven he's played. The first three or four of that set that he played in were against righties also. So finally, maybe JD Davis, full-time player, want to get on that first. Uh, Flores now just starting to get run. He's played in the last two, three of the last five. So maybe pump the brakes on Flores right now. Thought he'd be playing full-time. He's not. Again, that's what we're going to do being applying it, right? So these are just not raw stats. No one wants the raw leaderboard. Yes, Aaron Judge, good at baseball. Hurrah. Good for me. Not really helping anybody. Right, so these are interesting names inside the top 30, inside the top 40. That hopefully will open the eyeball, that third eye, get out the spotlight, and then maybe get us to, you know, where we want to add them. Again, follow... Follow us up, comment on Twitter, rate, review, and subscribe, all that good stuff. And then at the end of the week, you check us right here on YouTube. And then on Twitter, again, if you want these graphics, again, audio-only people, those five-star views just matter way more than they should. But hit me up. And then jump back and grab the images. You know, sometimes it can be helpful to look at them, right, to have a, right, a visual, visualization. And then also not have to listen to me talk about a... Definition of an added perk. So let's wrap this one up on the hitting side. Gorman was playing, right? Grisham also kind of prospect was with the Brewers. He had that really bad playoff error. And it's funny that that should not have anything to do with how we view these players for fantasy. But he ended up getting traded. Was not great when he started out with the pods. And now he's kind of working his way back into favor. Check it out. Trent Grisham playing every single day. Maybe more importantly for the fantasy crowd or if there are any prop betters or DFS people out there, Trent Grisham leads off every day against righties, batting eighth against lefties. So you you know when the Padres are facing a righty, sometimes the books don't adjust those props properly. Properly. So you could kind of jump on that. Also, the extra plate appearance and all that stuff. So Grisham, really viable. Definitely against righties for sure. Wrap up Harold Ramirez and Edward Oliveras. Harold Ramirez, kind of like a habitual 300 hitter, right? He's, he gives you a little bit of verbal juice too. He just hadn't really played enough, but he's starting to DH for those rays, you know, series down. So Ramirez has been in. He's DH'd. I got four of the last six. Played six of the last nine, it looks like. One game in left field, so they don't really want him in the field. But he is batting fifth or sixth. Again, raise lineup hitting. So Harold Ramirez, if you're stuck, you know, could just be the answer. Last one, Oliveris, probably not playing enough. Now, it's not a lefty-righty split, though it looks like when they're lined up, they will do that. They play, I don't know if it's a coincidence, they played him every other day. Quite literally every other day. He's moving his way up. He's batting ninth against righty. Sixth against the righty. That's second against the lefty. Second against the lefty less three times. So that's another one of those kind of sneaky prop plays, DFS style. When 
Royals are going up against a lefty. Edward Oliveira is going to bat second. Guaranteed, you know, that's like a that's a prop dream. If you're into that stuff, if you're into daily moves, it makes a guy like that really valuable. A guy like Rishabh or Oliveris that have premium lineup positioning against one split. So boom, there we go. Show flying by as always. Hope you're having fun learning something. Get up in the comments, do the rate and reviews, all that stuff that I hate to ask for. But that's your interesting names inside the top 30 OPS and inside the top 40 expected wall. But guys, we'll be keeping an eye on, throwing a little bit of play appearances, right? Some playing time and some statistics, all the good stuff that you get here, right? So we're looking at Perdomo and Jason Hayward. James Outman's probably added, but Brian Anderson or J.D. Davis if you need infield help. Gorman's probably gone, but Grisham and Oliveris, again, if you're really stuck, you're going to get some loving in the lion's share against righties. All right, let's close it out strong with the pitcher side. Audio-only listener, sorry to break it to you, but you're missing out on some pretty snazzy graphics made by yours truly. You know, you really want to get better in this life. I don't just talk at the microphone. I try and, you know, get a little bit better at the presentation. Also, you know, we want to be more staked than sizzle, but nothing wrong with a little bit of sizzle, a little bit of flair, you know, looking good. It never hurt anybody. So we have the SP expected stat leaderboard, minimum one game, right? <laughs> Can't get any lower than that. But... I got what we got, right? Tell my kids, you get what you get. You don't get upset. So we're inside the top 45 of swing and strike and inside the top 40 of expected Wova. I mentioned before briefly how these two things work together. And you can see how if a pitcher is on both, you want to add them. But you also want to be thinking just because a pitcher is on one, it's not enough. You can get tons of swings and misses, but still give up too many home runs. You say Kikuchi, right? You can not get any swings and misses, and just kind of pitch to soft contact. Kyle Hendricks, right, a couple of years ago. Neither one of those really going to move the needle and do it as far as fantasy viability. You're trying to put it together. What do you got? bibbidi bobbidi boop style. But this has been a really helpful kind of exercise. And again, this one, I see a couple of the names already, and I already know. Right? I'm very familiar with this stuff, of course. I never take my eyeball off it. If a, if a pitcher's on both teachers, add now, ask questions later. Right, you don't want to look back. Chris Bubich was a really hot ad in 15 teamers, starting to make his way to 12 team home leagues, right? And then soon it's 10. Don't be the one like, ah, I thought he stunk. Just yeah. he's on a swing and strike any X wall, but he's been creating swings and misses and suppressing contact. Go get him now. Pitching very hard to find. Let's do it. Swing and strike rate. At the very top, I mentioned Bubich. Chris Flexen, the gun show, 18 and a half. Who'd have thunk it? Too many fly balls from him. And weird. He's kind of adjusted his approach. I'm not really buying it, though. Shintaro Fujinami, if you've watched this guy, he has some electric stuff. Straight up cheddar. But a little wild. Guy who's been lumping me up in the betting market, Matt Strom, because I keep thinking he stinks. He's looking really good so far. Feels like a five and dive, meaning five innings in and out, but he's been very effective. 16% swing and strike, really good. Matt Strom, converted reliever. Johan Aviedo for the Pirates. Again, I was kind of shortchanging Connor, the Overton window. 15% swing and strike for the Reds. Always going to be tough in that ballpark. Then where it gets more interesting, guys, here at the bottom, Josiah Gray, Trevor Rogers, Mackenzie Gore, if they're not added, I really want those guys. Gray was a big part of the Trey Turner, Max Scherzer deal. I tend to really like him. I know the home runs are a massive issue. I know, I know, I know, I know. But I think the fastball is good, and with a little tweak, we could be talking about a legit, you know, the breakout pitcher of the year. He has got all the good stuff that you need. We just haven't seen it all together yet. I forgot about Michael Walker, but not really, because it's a bit boring for me. Again, I guess 14 and a half swing and strike, not what you'd expect. Maybe shame on me. But it was good to identify who can get those swings and misses, especially now 
without the shift. Babbitt's going up, batting average is going up. Swing and miss is really probably the most important thing you could look for. So those are just some again, right? The list is not great. Not I'm not I'm not gonna pretend that I have found you know, these secret gems. So when they do kind of halfway pop up, make sure you're securing them. I think at the top it's Boobich, then Gray, Rogers, Gore, then Strom, Flexen. Let's get to X Woba contact suppression, which I care a lot less about. A lot of these pitchers I really could if yeah, whatever. These are the kind of guys you should get picked up for two start weeks. That no one should really want. Hunter Gaddis going for the Guardians today. He's suppressed contact, but I'm very surprised at this number. I had to check it twice. He's going up against the Yankees today. I don't think he's going to find that kind of luck. Boobich again, combined with the swing and strike, 238 X Woba jumping off the page. Wow. Same for Matt Strom, 246. I go with the 16% swing strike. Anthony Panic at the Disco, Disco Fani, 249. He's back. Followed by Kyle Freeland, 261 is a no thank you for me. Right? I just, just some guys in my body. He hasn't given up a run yet this year. Well, he's in course tonight. We'll see if that's that lasts. I can't believe it. Just again, you know, there are certain guys that are producing because they're actually getting better, and then some guys are just good for a couple innings and had some good luck, you know. Then Tanner Houck, Mitch Keller, Graham Ashcraft, Bryce Elder kind of all lumping together, all kind of interesting, young, upcoming. I was going to say blast spots, but I mean, Elder with the Braves is a very good spot, right, to be in, right, they're going to win games, protect those leads. He was phenomenal yesterday. I really tend to like Graham Ashcraft. I know he pitches in Cincinnati, but he's pumping a 100-mile-an-hour power sinker. And I think he added the sweeper. He's been very good so far this year. Again, you want to keep it down. You want to keep it in the park as well. Mitch Keller, I mentioned, I can't believe it. Mitch Keller's back, right, baby? 30% K rating this year? Wow. He's still walking people, of course. But something. And if you're desperate, that's what you're doing. And if you're the team in a smaller 10 or 12 team league with like all the offense without the pitching, your best bet is just cycle these guys that are showing you something. Right? Show cycle the guys that are showing you something. Stick with us. Mail Media Net, Nuance and Context Central. You know, the second show every week, that Friday show. Hopefully we put a bow on all of this stuff. Some of these names you'll see pop back up. Some of them you won't because of the work I've done between then and now. But yeah, you can expect to see some interesting names. I know some leagues, and before we're here, we meet again, I'm more into the Sunday ads for the main population. Plus, there's a lot of information to be had. But yeah, if I was adding, let's wrap it up. We mentioned it. You know, it's, it's all the guy. It's all the guys you mentioned. You know, I'm, we were looking for opportunity, and of course, depends on. On the team and the scenario. So, you know, on the hitting side, Perdomo, I think, is good. Outman probably added Anderson, Hayward, JD Davis. You know, Miguel Vargas probably also added, but those are the guys I really like. And the pitching side, Bubich, Ashcraft, Elder, Keller, Rogers, and Gore, Josiah Gray, the guys that I'm looking for first and that will do it thank you so very much for picking up what we're putting down here at mayo media net and cork stats with your host john the gazer doing a fantasy thing only you know you gotta pay attention to this stuff if you don't pay attention to fantasy baseball you will fall behind but i think in weekly leagues just doing this show should be enough to kind of get you to the front because it's really all about adding right you we all have let's call it like 70 percent of our rosters that we're not touching Good or bad, whether or not that's the right thing to do or not. 
right? You're playing Ronald Acuna if he goes over the next 40, right? You're playing Aaron Judge, 040. Corbin Burns going out with a you know, 25 ERA right now, starting him no matter what. So I believe fantasy baseball is one on the edges, right? On the fringe, on the margins. And I think this is the best way to do that, right? Cycle the names you don't want to be stuck to. Bring in the talent with opportunity. Keep churning that butter until hopefully something delicious comes out. But, you know, don't beat yourself up. Because sometimes you have to take a couple whacks at the tree before it falls down. So, final lesson. Rate, review, and subscribe. I hope you enjoyed the show. Didn't just get some names and some stats. Maybe we learned something. You know, all right. From the big man with the big mouth, I'll catch you at the end of the week for all the lovely ladies and gentlemen, production crew, and the mayonnaise man himself. We really do appreciate you. You jumping on the YouTube. Get up in the comments. Let us know how we're doing. And I think that'll do it. Enjoy the games. Enjoy your day. When we're done with the book, enjoy that pay, everybody. Come on. It's all about winning, right? Not first or last. Ricky Bobby style fantasy baseball. Remember when you work this hard, it feels a lot less like luck, don't it? Of course it does. Of course it does. Five hours to chop down a tree. I spent four hours sharpening the axe, yo. Peace. Peace.